Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast. I'm your boy, Loy Lee. Today is October, Monday, October 7th. That's the day. Uh, we're in October. We are a quarter, uh, wait, what? Yeah, we're like, uh, we're almost done, right? We've got like three more months. What is this, Q4? Uh, October, November, December. Yeah, we're in Q4, people. Uh that's why I could never figure out how to get into corporate because I couldn't even tell you months, days, or math. Uh, welcome to my birthday month. Happy birth month to me. Happy birth quarter to me. Happy birth six month. Happy birthday. Happy birth year to me. Uh, I will be turning 39 at the end of this month. Go Scorpios, 39. The dream ends here. Uh, I am living out the last years of my 30s. I am looking over the cliff into 40s. And I've realized that some of my dreams are probably never going to come true. Uh, You know, I was like, hey, by the time I'm 40, I'm probably going to be living in a million-dollar mansion because I'll be able to afford it. Uh... The older you get, the more you realize a lot of your dreams are going to be unattainable. <laughs> the older you get, the more dreams you start just chopping off at the knee. You're like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm never going to be a firefighter or play in the NFL. Uh, and I'm probably just going to have, you know, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house. That's, that's my dream. Not a million-dollar mansion. Somewhere in my 20s, I got this crazy idea of where, like, hey, I'm probably going to buy one of those old uh, bomb uh, missile silos, you know, that they put up in, like, the 60s or 70s where they, you know, go underneath the ground and they have this whole missile silo where uh, it's it's been uh, decommissioned. It's been decommissioned, and it's just this, like, crazy fixer-upper. But it'll, it'll withstand, like, a nuclear uh, uh, attack, right? It'll, uh, it'll keep you safe. You could get hit by a nuke. You'll be fine. You could, you could come and be in the zombie apocalypse, and you'll be fine. And, uh, you know, these things. There's, like, one in Maine that I've been looking at since my 20s. And I was like, hey, I'll probably just buy this. It's, like, $250,000. It's got, I don't know, 500 square, 500,000 square feet of, of living space. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's probably going to be a million dollars to renovate. I'll probably do that by the time I'm 40. Not going to happen, Lloyd. Cut those dreams off at the knee. Ah, That's an amazing way to start this uh, podcast. Uh, just shitting on all of my hopes and dreams. All I have is my wife, my balls, and this podcast and I won't break them for nobody. I don't even have my word. I'd say I'm going to show up to places, and I don't. Uh, so, yeah, it's just um, that's what I got in my life. How are you? How was your day? How was your week? I <laughs> This weekend, uh, speaking of dreams that never will come true because I spend too much money elsewhere, uh, I went and got to see the New England Patriots, the New England Patriots, the world the def- champion defending Super Bowl champs, New England Patriots, come on down to FedEx Field outside of the nation's capital and play the Washington Redskins. Uh, I 
haven't seen the Patriots play live in quite some time. And I guess they only come down here like once every eight years. I guess they only play the the Redskins like once every four years, kind of like the World Cup or the Olympics, either one of them. <laughs> you know, they come down every four years, and I guess um, the Redskins go up to Gillette Stadium every four years. So it's like every eight years. But I will say I was very much afraid. I was very much afraid, uh, you know, sporting events can get a little out of hand. And my wife was coming along because she wanted to see him. And uh, she hadn't really been to an NFL game before. She hadn't been, she'd never seen the Patriots play. So she was very excited, very, very excited. And I was like, hey, uh, don't wear anything with the logo on it. And basically I'm saying you have two hats that I know of, one Boston Red Sox hat and one L.A. Dodger hat. And right now they're, the Nationals are playing the Dodgers, and that's not good. Just don't wear anything with the logo, and you will be fine, right? Um, I'm not out here trying to get my ass kicked in front of my wife. Nothing is going to be more degrading than get, watching your husband get his ass kicked uh, in front of... Uh, right in front of you. So uh, for my marriage, I was like, don't wear any logos and uh, we'll be fine. Uh, so she didn't. And come to find out, there were more Patriot fans than Redskin fans in, in the stadium, which was a surprise. I didn't realize that FedEx Field was going to turn to Gillette South. I know Camden Yards turns to Fenway South, whatever Boston's in town. But I didn't think we we're going to show up in droves like that. But it was more Patriot fans than Redskin fans, and they were gouging the prices. The price just went higher. Like on any given day, you can actually buy a Redskin ticket for like $25 of the nosebleed seats. And now they were going for like 100 bucks. So we spent a little bit more than $100 uh, to get solid seats right there on the corner, end zone corner. Uh, like in the 300 section, couple rows back. It was good. Good pictures. Didn't mind it. Uh, the food, not so good. They definitely don't care. I feel like they built the stadium and they're like, we're doing no upgrades. We've got no upgrades planned. This is the way it is. And it felt like a stadium from the 90s. Like there was, the food was subpar. Still stadium prices. Still, like, whatever fucking rape they were going to... Yeah, that's a bad word, Loy. You need to be more... More... Uh, what do you call it? Sensitive. Whatever highway robbery... Whatever highway robbery your normal arena stadium prices for food was, that's exactly what it was. But, um, you know, it just, it just seems shitty. Like, um, I'm looking at the Jumbotron, and then you kind of see kind of see the play and then they've got like four ads two on each side and then just a small sliver of the score you can barely see what down it is you can, like they don't announce shit they don't tell you what's going on like i i get it like lloyd you're there you see it but sometimes i need to hear shit right like was it a first down i don't know ah and then i'm just out there squinting at the screen like i'm looking like that asshole like i'm the racist out there like what the score What's the score? They had no upgrades. Like, whatever it was in the 90s, like, this is the way it should be. And then we're never going to upgrade this shit. 
and it just seemed really outdated. So it's probably been up since, what, uh, 94, 95? So not only should they just tear down the stadium, they should tear down the other stadium that they have that they're not using in town and then build a football stadium uh, where they used to play and then upgrade everything like the name. I got into an argument uh, because I was wearing a maroon shirt. You've seen it on the podcast. You've seen it on my Instagram. It's like it looks like a Redskins shirt, and but it's got my face on it. It looks like the Redskins logo, and it says Asians. And um, somebody was like, hey, that shirt's not cool because he thought I was a Redskins fan. Well, go Skins. Hail to the Redskins. Whatever the – they have a fucking fight song, okay? First of all, they have a fucking fight song. Who does that? Colleges do that. Are we in the 1940s? Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Red... I don't know. Whatever. H-T-T-R. Hail to the Redskins, right? Whatever. That shit's garbage, first of all. Uh, it sounds like a time when it was just white people playing and the score was like 12 to 17 and it was a slobber knocker. They're just wearing fucking leather helmets and I don't know. Uh, but they have a fight song. So there's that, right? Uh, I thought our celebration at home was old school. We have a renaissance fair with muskets shooting into the air. Pew, 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 pew. But no, they had to make it feel old. They're like, they have a band. Like, this is like fucking college. If I wanted to go see a college game, I'd go watch the Howard Bisons get ruined every day, every week. They got destroyed. I'm sorry. Uh, just like, uh, just like the Redskins, Howard Bison's got destroyed by Havid, by Harvard. How do you lose to Harvard? You're at HBCU. How do you get destroyed by Harvard? Harvard doesn't even have tryouts for football. I don't know. Uh, do they even have tryouts? Probably not. If I ever wanted to play football, I'd have to get into Harvard and then walk on to the team. Uh, but yeah, it was like horrible. Howard was like. Uh, 62 to 17, something crazy like that. But it wasn't much better than uh, the Redskins-Patriots game. It was like 33 to 7. Horrible food. They had like Famous Dave's inside the thing, and we got like three ribs, and it was like $30. Three ribs, three pork ribs, and uh, uh, fries. 30 bucks. And then we got... You know, 22-ounce tall boys, 24-ounce tall boys of Miller Lite, not my favorite, $15. So overall, we spent uh, a lot of money on not good food. I don't see how anybody does that. I'd rather just stay home. Like, that's what it comes down to. Stay home, make some decent food. I would rather have the the ribs, the pre-made ribs at Costco than... um, Fucking Famous Dave's at a stadium for $30. Okay, what, what am I rambling about? I, um, yeah, so I, I, when I was at the stadium, I got to play my favorite game called Most Obscure Football Jersey That I See. 
I spy a retro jersey. I spy a, a obscure jersey with my funny little eyes. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of Brady, jer- Brady jerseys, which is fine because he's been playing for 20 years, right? You had only had to buy it once, and then you get to wear it every year. There were the old school blue ones, like his rookie season. And then there was, like, the silver ones, which they never they don't wear anymore. Then the red ones, which is my favorite. The white ones, I saw, you know, just a whole line of, uh, of Brady jerseys. You know, you had old uh, Super Bowl patches. That was kind of cool. But I thought I had seen it all. I saw an Albert Hainsworth redskin jersey, and I was like, obscure jersey. I like it. And then I saw an Albert Hainsworth Patriot jersey. I was like, you win. And then I saw a Tebow jersey. I was like, where did you get that? He didn't even, how do you even know what number to pick? What are you going to do? Pick his practice jersey number? What else? I saw Derek Revis or Daryl Daryl Revis. <laughs> Derek Revis is one of my brothers. Uh, Daryl Revis, not my brother. Uh, I saw one of his jerseys, what I thought was pretty dope, and uh, I really was hoping to see like an Andre Tippett, Steve Grogan. You know, uh, I didn't. I didn't see that. So the most obscure jersey I thought was either a toss up between Albert Hainsworth uh, and Tebow and Tim Tebow's. Uh, New England Patriots jersey. Uh, that was the most obscure jerseys that I saw. Because um, I don't even think they even... Definitely Tebow didn't play a game. So maybe that might be the most obscure. And then Albert Hainsworth. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he actually played a game. I don't think he played a game. Either way. Uh, but what I did realize... This is what I realized. Uh, I was hanging out with my cousin. And he's like a beer connoisseur. Uh, just kind of like my boy Tunan, which we have, you know... Uh, dudes and brews, bros and brews. I don't even know what the official title of that podcast is, but we drink beer. But I've come to the conclusion that I actually starting to enjoy IPAs. I am starting to joy enjoy those. What do you call them? Dippas, double India IPAs, whatever. Like if it tastes like shit, I kind of like it. The hoppiness, I'm enjoying that. Oddly enough, so uh, uh, my palate is growing. It is it is exploring new worlds, a whole new world. Amazing breweries I never knew. See from way up here, I'm drinking beer, and let me show you a whole new drinking. I don't know, uh, but yeah. Which is exciting now that I realize that I'm actually enjoying IPAs and Dippas and juicy New England IPAs. That I'm going to New England. I'll be in New England next weekend. I got a show on Friday here in D.C. And then I'm driving up. I'll be hanging out in Boston and in Maine. I got a show on Sunday for Columbus Day. What? Does that this guy? But I plan on hitting up a bunch of breweries and tr- and eating a bunch of lobster because uh, that's how we do it in New England, right? Am I right? Uh, now that I'm doing a show, I'm headlining a show in the New England area. I got friends showing up, buying tickets, and I got um, 
Apparently family saying they're coming. That's going to be interesting. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I need to sell these tickets. But uh, it's going to be interesting because I would rather, like as a comedian, I would rather be in a room full of strangers than a room full of people that I know. I just, I don't know, call it insecure. Call it, uh, call it the imposter syndrome because I get to be an imposter and nobody could tell me otherwise. But now I got family like, hey, hey, there was this one time like, nope, that never happened. Fuck. Hey, growing up, false. There's this one time when I was a kid, didn't happen. Get heckled by my family by being, like, factually correct. That's got to be fun. Uh, but I, I do look forward to it. It is, uh, I don't think I've headlined in Maine before. I have once, one bar show. I've headlined a bar show. That was fun. None of my family was there. Uh, shout out to the cities of the Ergoskagen, Lewis and Auburn. I, uh, I I will be there. I'll be at the Empire uh, Comedy Club in Portland on Sunday. Tickets are still available. And come out, hang out if you're out there. Ollie, Ollie Oxen free if you can hear me. Holla if you can hear me. It, it, it should be fun. It should be fun. It will be, uh, I guess they're turning it to a full-time comedy club. Before it was like a music venue that did comedy. But now they're turning it to... Uh, a full comedy club. So if I do well, maybe I'll come back next year and I get to see my mom and I get to see my stepdaddy. Get to see pop pop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to going to Maine and New England and Boston once a year. Uh, my wife enjoys it. You know, she gets to see, uh, I feel like every time she goes, she gets like a better understanding of me. Kind of like, oh, you were raised by a bunch of savages. Yes. You were raised amongst monsters. You go, that is also correct. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm very short-tempered. I'm getting better, right? I'm trying to be easygoing. I don't want to be – I don't want to be the, uh, the asshole that just flips the fuck out in public for no fucking reason. Uh, I used to be that guy. I used to just flip out just to see – what I could get away with, you know? Just push the envelope. Just see how far we can go. And, you know, I'm a changed man because that's socially not acceptable. Apparently, it's actually way more socially acceptable now. Like, uh, apparently now that's, like, the thing to do. So I guess I was ahead of the curve, right? But it's embarrassing. You don't want to be the guy that flips out and everyone's on recording being like, look at this fucking guy. Uh, Asian guy goes crazy at Starbucks. Because his chai latte, his dirty chai latte was not dirty enough. That's been my drink of choice lately, dirty chai latte. Milk, which is probably not ever anything that I should be drinking. Uh, chai in a latte with a shot of, uh, shot of espresso or two. And that's what I've been drinking. That's what I've been enjoying. And um, it's really fucking costly. Like, you can go down, I go downstairs, I go to Pete's, uh, Pete's Coffee, because it's close, right? Uh, it's uh, in the same parking lot to where I live, and uh, you can get a coffee there, three bucks, four bucks, you know, normal. And then a chai latte is probably like five dollars, but whatever it is, I'm getting like two shots of espresso, I'm paying like eight dollars. 
So at this point, I just would rather just stay at home and make my own Vietnamese coffee. Shout out to Vietnamese coffee. Shout out to Cafe Du Monde, keeping me alive. Um, I do want a coffee sponsorship. That's what I'm looking for. I got to get a coffee sponsorship. Um, not even to save money, just so I could talk about coffee. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know. I just thought coffee was a thing. Um, but what else do I got going on? Uh, I watched that. Um, my birthday is coming up. And the funny thing about my birthday is that I, st- I dislike it, like, a lot. Uh, not that I, like, hate it. I'm just very, very, very indifferent. And my wife loves birthdays. She wants the best for me. She wants to uh, come out and just give me, like, the whole nine yards. She just wants to pomp and circumstance. I, I don't know if that's the right term. But she wants to just treat me like uh, her husband, right? And there's something broken inside of me where I'm like, eh, I don't She's been asking me for, like, weeks now. She's been asking me since her birthday in April, like, what do you want for your birthday? We should get something for your birthday. What do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Um, I've gotten better. Now I just, I'm, I'm just not angry at people that want to celebrate my birthday. Uh, there was a time when uh, I, I'm positive I've gotten into a fight with her in the past. I mean, we've been together 10 years, right? So uh, there's been times in the past where... You know, just the bossing comes out of me and just like, I don't want to celebrate my birthday. I don't care. Uh, but now I'm just like, ah, whatever. I feel like an old man. I just, I don't have the fight in me. I'm like, ah, ah fucking whatever, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I never really liked my birthday. And uh, that's what happens. Gentlemen, when you don't celebrate your son's birthday, he comes up to be a guy that gives his wife a hard time uh, about celebrating his birthday. Like, I, just, I just don't want to do it. And, uh, you know, last year we got a big get-together. We went to a place. We watched football. And I th- threw up in a parking garage because that's what you do. I probably shouldn't have smoked. But I, I was drunk, and then someone's like, hey, you want to smoke? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to smoke. And then I was throwing up uh, in the parking garage. So I will probably try not to do that. Uh, I don't think I want a big get-together. Um, I miss a lot of people's birthdays this year. So I feel a little guilty. Like, when you become, like, a married couple, I feel like other married couples just start tallying up. Like, well... Uh, I gave you a Christmas card. You didn't give me a Christmas card. So next year, you don't get a Christmas card from us. Uh, we went to your birthday. You didn't come to our birthday. So we're not going to your birthday next year. Uh, but you, we went to your birthday last year. So you need to come to our birthday this year. Scoreboard says, you know, they're just keeping tallies. Um, I, don't, I don't like that shit. It's like, uh, I'm fucking busy, right? I don't have a nine-to-five. Like, I guess that's what's embarrassing about being a comedian. It's like, I don't have a nine-to-five, right? So I, I, like, I don't have a Monday through Friday. Um, my business is when everybody else gets off their business. So, you know, all of my nights start at 7 o'clock. All of my nights, all of my work weeks start on Thursday. So whenever I get paid, it's usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or maybe Sunday, but it's always at after evening. So it's like, hey, we're having my birthday on Friday. It's like, hey, I'm working. Hey, come to this thing. Like, no, I'm working. 
You know, especially here in D.C., where everybody has a career. Everybody has, like, a real job, a real career, with real credentials, with real clearance, with real money. Nobody is trying to pay a contractor out here with weed, cocaine, or gift cards. Which, as a comedian, I've been offered all of that. Like, do you want cash? Or do you want cocaine? I'm like, I'm going to take cash. Okay. Do you want cash or do you want weed? Like, I will take the cash. Do you want cash or do you want me to pay for your food? How about this? How about I don't eat anything, drink anything, and you give me the cash that you said you were going to give me when you said um, I was booked? How about that? Why don't we do that? And you know what? It's funny because... Uh, now that I'm running shows and I'm help running shows, shout out to Broken Diamond Comedy, shout out to Eddie Lyles, shout out to, um, you know, all all the homies in the struggle. But, you know, I, I I have to come out of pocket. Sometimes a check, I get paid from the venue or the place with check or Eventbrite, and it takes a couple weeks. It takes a little while. You know, I get a check, I got to deposit it, but nobody that performs like, well, I, you said money, I'm not going to wait for money, for your money. I would like money now. I would like my money now. Can we make this happen? And, you know, like I, I had an event uh, and I had to pay money out of pocket. I had to make sure I had money in my pocket to pay them out because I didn't want to be that guy. And that's stressful. And I don't know how often you can do that before it just becomes like overbearing and like a check bounce and now you're out the money and... <sighs> I get it, but I don't want to be paid in cocaine, okay? I don't. If I want cocaine, I know where to get cocaine. I'll pay real money for cocaine. I'm not going to just sit on cocaine. I don't know where you got it from. I don't know. I know where the dude that I buy cocaine from gets it from. <laughs> I don't want, like, that, that's, that's also the weird thing about here. It's like weed, weed, there's like, everybody out here is like, everybody smokes weed, but it's either good weed or bad weed. Like, there really isn't, like, Anything in the middle. It's like, yeah, 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 it's good weed. Like, I'm paying money for this. Can you be more specific? Like, am I gonna be a, am I gonna be a fucking idiot for the rest of the day? Or am I gonna be out there trying to like build shit or think that I can fly? Like, I need to know what this thing is. But here in DC is like, yeah, it's good. You'll be fine. And I don't think that that is reassuring from somebody selling me drugs, narcotics, if you will. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's uh, the weird thing about comedy is that uh, everybody is trying to hire you for free, or if they offer you money, they're actually trying to pay you in not money uh, after the fact. I don't think that really happens in any other profession other than entertainment. Like, you don't go to your job and be like, yeah, I just, I just worked construction for the last 40 hours this week. Um, I don't want beer and cocaine. I want money so I can buy the beer and cocaine if that's what I want to do. And that's, so that's, uh, that's always interesting. Even people who do construction, they're not, a lot of them aren't doing night shifts. And, you know, when I tell people, like, I can't go to your birthday, I'm working. I can't go to your birthday, I'm out of town. I can't go to birthday because I don't want to. <laughs> they don't understand. People out here don't fucking understand. What do you mean you don't want to? What do you mean you're working? Why don't you get a real job then? Like, whoa, whoa, fucking relax, homie. You're right. I should probably get a real job. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, I'm sure my mom's proud, but uh, it's hard to explain to people. 
I don't think my mom's that disappointed in me. It's 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 a real enough job where my mom was like that that that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, so yes, uh, that's what I got. Um, what else? Uh, we got shows. Uh, what, what what do we got? Uh, the DC Comedy Fest. No, the Broken Diamond Comedy Fest is coming up in November. Uh, November. So uh, I'm busily working on that, trying to make all of that make sense. But again. Booking and, and logistics and trying to get all of this shit, like just the back end, excuse me, just the back end of running a show just seems to be more headache than I really care. Like I need a business partner. You do all of that shit and I will do everything else. I'll be the hammer side if you be the business side of this, uh, of this endeavor. It's not fun, man. You know, I, I think in comedy, also another thing that it's unlike any other industry is like you got to be really good at a lot of things that have nothing to do with comedy. Like if you're an accountant, like I, I think that's why a lot of business, small businesses fail because they're good at one thing. They're really good at whatever it is, uh, being an accountant, being a masseuse, being, you know, whatever. But then you're like, hey, uh, now in order to get clients, you got to start marketing and, 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 and paying bills and checks and balances, and I don't know what these words are because I'm a horrible small business owner. You know, cash flow, petty cash, all of these words. And these are, like, I just want to tell jokes, right? I want to buy my ticket, show up where I need to show up, tell my jokes, go home. I don't want to have to, like, figure out how to sell tickets and, and um, fucking, I don't know, um, marketing and booking, and all of these things. I don't, I, I don't want to know how to do any of this. But that is where we live in comedy, until you can start getting people to start promoting for you, until you can start just putting it, like um, putting everything on autopilot, you got to do, do all of the work. You got to do all of the ancillary work that you don't want to do, and that shit is frustrating. Okay, um, that's what I got. I feel like I'm a little short-winded in the long-winded department. I didn't really have much to talk about this week. Uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited to be home. I'm excited to see my mom. I'm excited to see my siblings. You know, it's all—it's a once-a-year thing, and I think that's—I got vacation on my mind, basically. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, you guys know Lloyd Lee Comedy Cross Everything and then Short Pale Handsome on Instagram. I'll finally try to post something at some point. Uh, shoot me an email or don't. I love you guys. Yeah. Okay, bye.